Welcome to A Vibe Called Wellness, where therapy, wellness, and vibes collide. We are your hosts, Siobhan and Ricky. We will talk about all things that impact our everyday living. While we are therapists, this is not your average therapy session. It's going to be raw, real, and relatable. So sit back, relax, grab your tea, coffee, or wine, and come catch these vibes. Welcome to another episode of A Vibe Called Wellness. I'm excited to be back um, and sharing space with you all. I'm Siobhan, and I'm here with Ricky, and we are ready to dive into this episode. Uh, Ricky, how are you doing? I am good. I am enjoying my day. Definitely enjoying the change of weather here in Atlanta. Um, So I'm happy. The sun makes me happy. Being outside makes me happy. So I'm great. How about yourself? I'm doing phenomenal. I'm excited. I am, you know, ready to dive into this, but everything is going good. Um, Peace, ease, all of that. So I'm excited for us to continue these conversations. Um, Yeah, so today let's get into it. We are talking about vulnerability. Let's get vulnerable, the key to connectivity. And this episode is really special because I know that a lot of people, um, myself included in that, have struggled or currently struggle with vulnerability. Like it's a lot and we don't always like to open up and tell people our business. (laughs) So we've been taught not to do that. (laughs) So big, it's so major. It's so, so it's, it's it is, but it's needed though. It's mm-hmm. it's one of those things to where it's like you can't. It's one of those things to where it's like you can't um really connect with people if you aren't vulnerable. Right, so. right, and that's the key to definitely the key to um, fostering a good relationship, right? Like a healthy relationship. So yes. So we will talk about vulnerability today. We will tap into, you know, what vulnerability is, um, what it means to really show up in healthy connections with people, um, and what, if you're struggling with vulnerability, just some tips on how to be more open, how to feel seen, how to feel safe, how to feel trusted, um, or able to trust, rather, in relationships. So let's go into this definition. So when you talk about vulnerability, you know, it is really something that we, a lot of people struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's constantly or just choosing to share emotions or desires with others, regardless of how they may see you or react. Okay. So yeah. we hear opening up fully out of being hurt, judged, or rejected. And you know what? The, the crazy thing is, most people fear vulnerability because they're being vulnerable with the wrong people. Like, <laughs> it's not even that vulnerability is a bad thing and it has nothing to do with you like sharing all of your business. It's you're being vulnerable with people who you should not be. They aren't to be trusted. They, they don't hold your, you know, hold you at high regards. And that's where all of that comes into. That's what makes it difficult um, to establish those because it's healthy to be vulnerable. That's like when you think about your best friends and the people you're closest with, it's because you've had vulnerable moments. Absolutely. And if I can't be vulnerable with you, I don't want you in my space. No. 
it's hard to show up authentic. I always say, well, if I can't be vulnerable, if I can't be me, because me is not perfect, okay? Yes. And then I cannot do the connection. Like, I struggle with um, showing up in connections with people that I cannot be vulnerable with. So yeah. you're right. I tell clients that, too, all the time. It's like, well, I can't do this, and I can't trust. I'm like, no, we just need to find the right people to be able to do that with. Yes, you you telling your business to the wrong people, right? And and that's why you have such an issue with it, not the the facts of vulnerability. Um, but let's talk about the benefits of it because there's so many benefits when you finally let that guard down. First of all, it just feels good. Like it feels good to be able to take that weight off of your shoulders and be able to open up to people. Um, and it honestly, it increases your chance of having your needs met. If I can tell you what I need, chances are you can meet that need for me and I can actually get it. And that, that feeling is amazing. Absolutely. And I like to, you know, um, just in my own vulnerability, like struggles and issues and those kind of things. And, you know, as you're establishing like friendships, for example, or like just new connections with people, just relationships, friendships, whatever, you can't assume that everybody knows you, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what you need. And so it's important to learn how to communicate what you need, what boundaries you might have, um, you know, what some things are so that those people have a chance to really show up in the way that you need them to. Absolutely. Because if I never ask for what it is that I need, I'm never going to know. And the answer is always going to be no. And so we have to stop making assumptions that people are going to shut us down, that people aren't going to be able to meet our needs and actually open up and let people in because people want to help you most of the time if you just let them in to be able to help you. Um, So I think that if we started doing that, we would be in such a better space. Yes. And so like we mentioned, like, you know, having vulnerability really improves your sense of authenticity and worthiness. Okay. So advocate for your needs. You feel better about yourself. You send the message to um, others that my needs matter. And so do I. Absolutely. What I need matters. And I think that, you know, as Black women, sometimes the messages that we get is not always that message of vulnerability. Oh, no. It's a message that we have to be strong, that we have to you know, carry all the weight. And I hear black women in sessions all the time say, you know, I just gotta keep pushing through. I gotta, you know, I'll figure it out on my own. And I'm like, no sis, stop, like stop. You do not have to figure it out on your own all the time. Like, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have, you know, girlfriends who offered their help to me you know, came in when I needed help. I think about some of my most vulnerable times is because people showed up for me. And that's really important. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, You mentioned, it just made me think of um, one of the ways in which being a Black woman therapist, we teach people, we teach, especially if you're a Black woman or a woman of color, like how to show up with another Black woman or woman of color, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Vulnerable space and I've held that space for so many women who've said like I just don't connect well with black women yes this this therapy connection really has helped you open up in that way so that you can go out in your support system and in your relationships and feel safe around black women absolutely but let's talk let's pause there for a minute because for so long I have heard women say I don't do well with other women 
<laughs> like I don't I have friends that are you know that are guys like that's why I don't hang out with women mm-hmm. and I hate that because we need each other like we need each other and so much of who we are as women is tied into showing up for ourselves and showing up for others and I hate that the message has gotten across that women don't show up you know we don't show up for each other we're this we're that because I don't have that like I don't have that in my space so when I hear that it just breaks my heart that so many women are experiencing that Yep. And so I think it's just like you, like we talked about just that trust, right? Like there's mm-hmm. something, something has happened along the way um, to, ha- to cause this trust issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of times we're, we're like getting down to like addressing some of the trust issues with women, whether it's been through, you know, past hurt and disappointment in friendships. And even sometimes with our mother too, like mother wounds, mother yes. wounds, mother wounds. And so you know, really, this is something that we really need to address um, as as women, as Black women, as people, so that we can be more open and be more vulnerable. That mother wound, I've had so many clients show up in session and have, you know, we talk about daddy issues all the time, but mm-hmm. that mother wound is something serious. Like, we don't talk about it a lot. We don't talk about it enough. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a conversation for another day, but it, it, it really is the, the catalyst for so much of how we engage with each other, how we think about ourselves, how we engage with other people. And we don't, we just don't address it. I, and I don't know why. I, I don't know why either, but it's a thing. It's a thing. Definitely in our community, it is a, like, we just don't talk about it. But that trust issue sometimes has been a mother wound for sure. And so it's like, well, if I can't trust my mom, my mother, my mama to show up for me, like, I can't trust you. Because that's where we learn how to build relationships. Because this is the thing. If you haven't grown up with a nurturing mother, a mother who's shown up for you, um, sometimes we have to get it in other ways. And those are other relationships, whether it's aunties or god godmothers or things like that. So when you have that void mm-hmm. of no other woman showing up for you, it makes it so hard to trust that female relationship. Like, yes. how do I build relationships and, and trust and build healthy relationships when I've never seen that? Yes. Like that, that to me is such a... It's, it's such it's such a conversation that people tend to skip over because when we think of moms we think of like nurturing we think of you know loving and you know all of these things but everybody doesn't have that absolutely absolutely so we just want to be mindful of that you know but it helps us build trust in mm-hmm. others and we also um it helps us to have just healthy relationships right yeah. healthy yeah. friendships like you said if you if you don't feel safe in the in the friendships that you have they might not be the right friendships for you for oh sure. absolutely or you're not communicating what you need is one of the, or you know one of the two so just being mindful of how you show up but I think in friendships something that is really important, we don't always assess our friendships. Like, think about this. When you work a job, they're going to assess you at like 90 days, six months, a year to make sure the company's getting what they need. They're making sure, you know, you're getting what you need. You're having all those conversations. And a lot of times we just sail through our friendships. Like we might've known them from high school or college and we never reassess like, is this friendship actually working for me? 
do they show up for me in a way that makes me feel safe and secure and validated? And if we're not doing that, you know, how do you, how do you be vulnerable with someone who you don't even feel like is showing up for you? That's, that's a hard um, place to be. And it's because we're not assessing our friends. Right. Really looking at what you value. I say this in my mm-hmm. session, like looking at your values and what you actually value in a relationship. Um, intimate partner, friendships, relationships, like what do you value in friendships? Like what kind of values do you feel like you need in friendships? And really mm-hmm. assessing if those are good values or if we need some new ones too. Like we change all as well. Um, and just kind of really, yeah, like you definitely want to be able to, look, we'll assess that intimate relationship real quick or that job. Real quick. <laughs> we definitely need to be able to assess our friendships as well you're like "Uh uh-uh this job not working for me I need to get on it's not good for my mental health like I need to go or this man's not good for me but Mm -hmm. you with a friend who you've been friends for 20 years and y'all you're you're stuck on the friendship because of time when it's not a quality friendship like make it make sense like this is not making sense time does not determine you know the level that someone is pouring into you yes yes absolutely so we just want to be mindful of that for sure um so that we feel more open we can feel more um trustworthy look we Mm -hmm. trust ourselves too sometimes we don't trust ourselves yeah because we we just don't if I don't trust me I can't trust you Mm -hmm. and that's that is a situation to where we have to further assess like ourselves and do some self-reflection um but also in order to be vulnerable I have to feel genuinely supported and comforted like I have to (laughs) feel like okay when I share this with you you're actually going to support and comfort me. And let's not get it confused. It doesn't mean you have to agree with what it is that I'm saying. It don't mean that you have to be in in line with what it is that I'm doing. But as your friend, I can let you know, like, Ricky, nah, girl, that, mm -mm. like, I don't don't know about that, but I'm still here for you. Like, if you choose to do that, I'm still here for you and I'm still going to show up for you. I'm letting you know, I don't agree with that. Right. And- I have to, we have to start being okay with having those kind of relationships, intimate or platonic, in order for us to grow and really feel secure. Absolutely. When we think about that, I think about just even with me as I've learned to trust and open Mm -hmm. up to um, friends, particularly friendships over time. And as I'm assessing, like now, you know, now in life, I'm like, okay, I can assess like if this is a good connection for me based on like, when you've showed up, like how have yeah. you been able to show up for me in those those not so hot moments, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can go out, we can have fun, we can do all that kind of stuff. But like, can you support me during a time of need? Or yeah. you know, have you been there for me? Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, vulnerability, one of the true benefits of it really lets you see that you're truly loved. Mm-hmm. Like when, when my friends show up for me and when I can show up for my friends, like that give and take of love is so critical um, for others. You know, if you if you always put a mask on around others and you never really get what you need, right? You never really fully show up for who you are. And so if you want to feel truly appreciated and recognized, you need to expose the inner parts of you um, that aren't always pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just not pretty. They're not always the good part. I think in friendships, we sometimes want the lovey-dovey things, but 
I look back over some of my friendships and honey, we've been through some things like it exposed a lot of, you know, who we are and traumas that, you know, that we've had. And I feel like those things bring you closer when you finally let somebody in and you don't feel like you have to carry it or feel like it's a secret from the world. Yeah. And it's like, you can let your guard down, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's a thing for me. It's like, oh, like, I don't, I don't trust it. Like, I don't know, like, what's the motive? Like, you know, that kind of thing. But it's like, no, like I could really let my guard down to feel safe in the friendship. Yeah. So that's important for sure. And we humanize, right? We, we let it be like, it's, it's normal to have feelings. It's normal to mm-hmm. have str- like things that you go through that may not be so great that you want to talk about, but it, it normalizes the fact that we all out here living life living and learning you know living and learning and having this experience you don't have to hide parts of who you are to make other people feel a certain type of way or to look better yeah because so many people are struggling in silence because they don't have, feel like they have anybody they can turn to to take that mask off or and no one's going to understand and it's tough I think about it like with celebrities a lot of times we hold them into like this almost non-human thought of like they're just superhuman and I hate to to bring it up but it's like the perfect example you know when we had when when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock everybody thinks of Will Smith as like this kind of superhuman person you know he's always a nice guy he's always so good and so when he did that it was like whoa he had a vulnerable moment right and when you I think had he shown not obviously not running around slapping people all the time but had he shown that that vulnerable side more and felt more comfortable in that in the world it would have made a a lot of a difference because when you're carrying around the weight of trying to hide and mask things baby that thing comes off explosive sometimes when you finally take that mask off absolutely you really can't hide it it's like Mm -mm. it's gonna come out it's Mm -hmm. coming out Let's let mm-hmm. it come out the right way. Let's let it come out eating, like with ease versus like right. right, 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 right. So we have to start humanizing people. People are allowed to fall apart. Like they're allowed to fall apart. They're allowed to have bad days. And we have to give people the space to do that and the space and freedom to feel like they're not going to be judged um, when they do it. Absolutely. And I want to just say, just put this out there too. Like, because I feel like we get put on that pedestal as well sometimes as mm. they yes it's human your therapist is having life experiences too your therapist may even have a therapist and like you know therapy is a tool like we're here to help Mm -hmm. you navigate life Mm -hmm. and and bring certain perspectives and certain coping strategies and skills but we are still human beings as well so Mm -hmm. something's like that pedestal sometimes it's like take me off like I don't I don't want to be on it I don't want to be on it your therapist has a life yeah and just like you go through things, your therapist has things going on too. And that's why in my sessions, I try to let them know, hey, I'm a person just like you. Like I I deal with situations just like you deal with situations. And I think we, again, that goes back to the humanizing part. Like we have to humanize people who we put onto these pedestals and because everybody is going through life. Yeah. Everybody is going through life. Yes, yes. And so that increased intimacy, um, you know, 
Brene Brown says it best. If you know her, she's like social worker. She's the author. Like she talks about vulnerability. Like that's one of her specialty areas. There can be no intimacy, no emotional intimacy, no spiritual intimacy, no physical intimacy without vulnerability. And so if we want to connect to people in all of those ways, um, we just really need to increase our vulnerability so we can have more intimacy in our connections. They're mm -hmm. not so closed off. They're not so surface level. Absolutely. Absolutely. A surface level conversation. I cannot stand a surface level I can't. Like, I want to get deep. Give yeah. me some depth. Let's dig in. You know, even when people are in therapy and I'm always telling them like, okay, if you can't be vulnerable in this space, Mm -hmm. I don't know because this and there's been times where I've stopped sessions and I'm like okay listen this is your session be as open as you need to be because I can only go as far as you let me as you take me Absolutely. I can't I can't go any deeper than that and so if you can't be therapy and you're um, vulnerable in your therapy sessions you got to rethink where you where you are mentally um because the session's for you like that's where you that's where you can be the most vulnerable yes and just reassuring like that reassurance of um, I've done that too and it's like hey like you know like you're safe to show up here like this mm -hmm. is your time you don't have to cut your conversation off you don't no. have to hide that you're emotional you don't have to say oh well never mind like no this is your time to show up and speak your mind and yep. I want to hear from you so absolutely 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 we need to be more vulnerable in our connections and um it really improves your empathy right like you can have yeah. a strong empathy by being vulnerable so you know you get to see things from other people's perspective right I always yes. say like so this is your lens but then we have a different lens that they're looking through mm -hmm. uh, let's take a minute to really try to understand their perspective and what right. they how they had the experience right and their experience may have been different than yours Absolutely. And being able to really, so to speak, walk in someone else's shoes is so critical to the human experience mm -hmm. because my perspective is my perspective. Like, you know, you know, people's perception is how you how you see it, but that doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. It just means that's your perception. And we have to get out of the thought that just because this is how I view it, this is how I see it, that it's right. That don't make it right honey that just means that's your perspective and that's how you see it and so empathy is such a powerful tool absolutely look people people swear they'd be right it's like look I'm right and this I'm like no let's fact check right yes like, let's fact check your thoughts your ideas like what perspective like where where is this coming from mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. might not be right and it's okay like we don't always have to be right all the time we do not have to always be because this is life <laughs> like this is life and this is how things this it doesn't mean that you're always right there are different perspectives and sometimes mm -hmm. there's no right or wrong it just it just is what it is and right. I think that people sometimes have a hard time living in that gray area they they have really absolute thinkings of like it's either this or it's that it's either all or it's nothing and life doesn't work like that at all yeah. so being more empathetic is how um it makes life so much easier for others, but also for yourself, because mm -hmm. it helps you to to really like lean in a little bit deeper, mm -hmm. lean in a bit a little bit deeper, uh, and be able to have more compassion. Absolutely, and by having more compassion, this you get to have increased self love too, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, like by experiencing other people, by accepting other people, you learn how to accept yourself a little bit more as well. Yep. 
Absolutely. And if I can accept me, that means that I can be vulnerable with you because I'm okay with who I am. Yes. I'm okay with who I am. I'm okay with my experience. I don't have to sugarcoat it. And that is a special place to be in. It takes a minute sometimes for us to get there, depending on what our journey is, but it helps us to be able to, um, to be able to be vulnerable and accept us in our most fragile and vulnerable states. We're able to be able to dislike things about ourselves and still be okay with it. You know, I always have the conversations with my clients and we're talking about like body image. I can want to lose weight and want a different body, but still be okay with the body that I currently have. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, even when you're going through things mentally, like I can, I can want to, I can have all these traumas and not like where I am mentally, but also want to get better. And so both of them can be true at the same time. So the more that I fall deeper in love with myself and who I am, I can then be more vulnerable with, you know, my partner or my friends. I love what you, it's like, you can be healing and still growing, still 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 having some, some not so great moments at the same time, because I'm human. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah, one day I might feel like this, one day I might feel like that, but I'm being accountable and I'm expressing myself and I'm coming to just help you understand why I am the way I am. Yeah, it's a journey and we have to be okay with that journey um, and not feel like, you know, that, that, that we have to apologize for it. Everyone is healing and growing at a different pace. And that is okay. Absolutely. 100% okay. Absolutely. So by being, you know, being more open, being vulnerable, helps you to better assess your relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And helps you to just make sure you have the right connections. Yeah, right friendships, you know, have right people by your side as you're going. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we, it's just kind of like to be out here trying to go through life alone. That's a difficult life that we're creating for ourselves. Yes. Yes. You really shouldn't. You don't have to go through anything alone, but it takes being open and being vulnerable with people. Absolutely. In this life, I'm a true and firm believer that we were not created to go through this life by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we need other people. If the pandemic hasn't taught us anything, we were quarantined. Like we we desire that connection with other people and we desire to have those deep connections and not just surface level connections and so if we want to have lasting relationships we need to be ready to grow and change together we're evolving no one is going to stay the same and I can't you can't I don't want you to expect that of me so I can't expect that of you and so we you know we know that life is going to send us all kinds of trials in your relationships are going to be able to endure them depending on how you can adapt together if we I, can go up and down together maybe we can stay together <laughs> and that's the thing like you will have conflict right yes. conflict is not avoidable no uh, you gotta know how to work through conflict right and conflict's not always bad no it just gives you a chance really to understand each other better Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, and how you assess that conflict because just because we don't agree doesn't mean the relationship is over or that you know this is not a good fit we just don't agree and being right. able to understand that is a critical point in relationships absolutely it's as vulnerable like vulnerability can be the birthplace for creativity mm-hmm. you know, growth and change and so you will evolve by being more open um, by being connected with others and so encouragement 
for vulnerability 100% like we need we need each other we need absolutely we need we need need people um more than we know yeah we we need people more than we know um so I really hope that this episode has you know really inspired you to dig a little bit deeper within yourself but also to connect deeper with those around you and maybe even to check the people you have around you if you're questioning your ability to be vulnerable with them to really assess, are these the right people that I need in my circle or in my corner if I can't be vulnerable with them? Absolutely, absolutely. So we want to thank you all for tuning in with us. Next week, we will be discussing self-sabotage and why mm-hmm. we get in our own way. Girl, let's talk about it. Let's talk so, about it. <laughs> they roll right together. So being vulnerable and not being vulnerable, you're self-sabotaging your ability to have connections. So right. We're going to dig right in. Absolutely. So I hope that y'all have enjoyed this episode and I cannot wait to vibe with you next week. See y'all later. Bye. This has been another episode of A Vibe Called Wellness, where therapy, vibes, and wellness collide. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We can't wait to vibe with you next week.